Things are becoming a lot more innovative in the world of patient financing. Jay from Sunbit and Liz from Adom is with me today. Stay tuned. Welcome, everybody, to ADOM Radio, the podcast for dental managers. I'm your host, John Stamper, and thanks for joining us. Got two guests today on ADOM Radio. I've got Jay Letwatt, who's the vice president of dental at Sunbit, and Liz Russell, who is the director of operations at Charles Ashley Mann & Associates and co-president of the ADOM Triangle Area North Carolina chapter. All right, with Jay. So Jay oversees the adoption of Sunbit's buy now, pay later technology in the dental vertical, a core market for Sunbit. Now with more than 20 years of experience evangelizing disruptive technologies, Jay is uniquely suited to introduce the buy now, pay later technology to a market where patient case acceptance has traditionally been hampered, as you all know, especially by treatment costs. Now by building relationships with multi-unit practices and leading DSOs, Jay is enabling dental leaders to address traditional financing challenges, increasing case acceptance, and improving patient outcomes. Liz is a daydom, has been in dentistry for 45 years, and the last 17 has been spent with Charles Ashley Mann & Associates in Cary, North Carolina. She began her career with a job after school at her local dentist and was trained as a dental assistant. Through the years, she has worked the front desk, has been a trainer for EagleSoft Dental Software, supported her own practice management business, and managed single and multiple location dental practices. She is co-president of the ADOM Triangle Chapter in Raleigh, North Carolina. ADOM Radio and Sunbit is excited to have with me today, Jay and Liz. What's going on, ADOM Nation? Welcome to another episode of ADOM Radio. We are getting into summer. Crazy to think that. Uh, we are only a couple months away from conference, which is amazing. So very excited about that. But the reason why we're here today is more great guests, more great content. And as you may have seen, the title of our podcast today is Innovation in Patient Financing, What Office Managers Need to Know. Now, I don't know about you that are out there listening, but if I was cruising through and I was an office manager and I saw a podcast title that was like what I needed to know, I'm probably going to listen. And uh, so our hopes today on ADOM Radio, as always, is to provide some great information uh, to you. So with me today, uh, always great when we get a couple people on ADOM Radio. We've got um, Jay Letwatt, who is the Vice President of Dental at Sunbit. How you doing, Jay? Doing great, John. Happy to be here. Yeah, so good to have you and so excited to see the growth that you guys have had and what you guys are doing in dental practices, which is awesome. And then also with us, Liz Russell, Director of Operations at Charles Ashley Mann and Associates and co-president of the ADOM Triangle Area North Carolina chapter. So for any of you that have been at conference, odds are you have seen Liz on stage, you know of her. She's been doing great things for ADOM for a long time and in her practice. Liz, welcome. Thanks for having me, Jay. Um, absolutely. Okay. So today's podcast, like we mentioned, is brought to you by Sunbit. And what I thought we would do is have Liz talk a little bit about um, her background, have Jay talk a little bit about his background and the things that are doing at Sunbit. And then we've got some conversation pieces that I want to get into around patient financing and some things you can learn today. So, uh, Liz, we'll start with you. Can you talk a little bit about, uh, your background and some of the good stuff that you're doing? 
Absolutely. Well, um, I have been in dentistry a lot longer than I care to admit these days. Um, I added it up last night and it's like 44 years. So I guess I'm older than dirt or either that I started when I was like 10. Um, but I started out as a chairside assistant um, at, back in the clinical area and then eventually moved up to front desk and then um, got into management. I've done some consulting and I've been with, with Dr. Mann um, and our practice for the last 18 years and have just seen all kinds of changes in dentistry and technology and, you know, even with this finance and stuff over the last um, 40 years. So I'm, I'm real excited about this Sunbet company. Yeah. And it's always good. Like we mentioned, Liz, anytime I get somebody from ADOM to come on here and, and to have a conversation with uh, always beneficial and Jay, I'm sure from your perspective as well, right. It's great to come on, talk about the technologies you guys have, especially this buy now pay later technology, which is so exciting. But then I think to have somebody like Liz who is actually in the office and is doing it and, and can, and, you know, talk about it in a practical sense is great. Um, so thanks so much, Liz, for coming on. All right, Jay. Uh, how about a little bit about your background? Absolutely. Well, I have not been in dentistry for 44 years. <laughs> however, however, I feel like the last uh, three, three and a half have, have sometimes given me the feel that I have been for 44 years. And I say that very positively. Um, my background, I've got about 20 years uh, of experience, mainly on the uh, technology, uh, finance and healthcare side, really tending to specialize in, in software companies that tend to be disruptive. So tending to work with new, newer companies that have something very unique to offer to the market. Um, and, and really that was the attraction of, of joining Sunbit when I did about uh, five and a half years ago, really um, at the start. It's been a bit of a whirlwind. Um, when I started, Sunbit had roughly 30 merchants as, as our partners. Now we've got uh, just a tad under 14,000. So um, it has been a great experience. About three years ago, uh, I started the dental practice at Sunbit going door to door one by one and slowly but surely and quickly but surely um, we have what we believe grown into um, an entity that is really helping uh, both the patients um, as well as the practice. So I'm really, really thrilled to be here. Uh, we really support uh, ADOM and I'm really happy to be here uh, with Liz. Awesome. Well, thanks, Jay. Really appreciate you coming on. So here's what I'm thinking. I think this will be kind of fun. So I've got some questions and I thought it would be beneficial for our audience. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and ask uh, Liz the question to you and get your perspective as an office manager and a lot of the work that you do. And then Jay as well. And I think this will kind of be a nice dynamic for everybody to hear both sides of this topic of patient finance in the dental practice. So Liz, I'm going to start with you. Um, what are your thoughts on the current financial environment in dentistry right now, both for providers and then also for patients? Wow. Well, we, not, we all know with the inflation, um, our overhead costs are higher than ever. Um, we, you know, we have you know, all of our supplies and things just crazy expensive. You know, our team members, you know, are asking for anywhere from 10 to $15 increases in hourly pay. Um, it, it's very difficult to, you know, if you lose a good clinical team member right now, you know, it, it's almost impossible to replace them. Um, 
as far as our patients, you know, I've noticed that our patients are using their credit cards, you know, more and more, and also using third-party financing, um, you know, to take care of their dentistry more than ever. Yeah, so true. Well, uh, and it's interesting, we're going to get into this in a second, is that in a lot of businesses, of which a dental practice is, when those costs start to rise, uh, there's really only two things you can do, Liz, as you know, and that's either cut cost or generate more revenue. And Mm -hmm. I know one of the things, Jay, that you're going to talk about and all of us know in dental practices is there is still so much treatment that needs to be done for patients. So that's where I get encouraged when I think about these scenarios, Liz, where there are opportunities. There certainly are challenges, like you mentioned, that are real. But I know there are opportunities when it comes to getting some more dentistry done, which hopefully would then take a little bit of that relief off the practices. So, Jay, I'll come to you you know, from your vantage point, when you look at the current financial environment with the practices you work with and your team at Sunbit, um, can you talk a little bit about your perspective? Sure. You know, it's very interesting. And even before the current, uh, you know, as Liz said, this inflationary uh, environment, even before this, you know, 40% of Americans cannot afford a $400 expense that, that just suddenly comes up. So add that on top of the fact that the average dental procedure is about 1200 bucks. And then add on top of that, you know, the eight, nine, 10% uh, inflation. And what you get is a situation in which nearly everyone that walks through the door could use some help or at least the offer for help. So what's interesting is that, you know, people think, oh, well, patient financing, it's only for people who don't have money. And it's not the case at all. And, and the, the data bears that out. There's a lot of people who are gainfully employed that do very well. They simply would like an option because you don't know what the situation is going to be two, three, four years, two, three, four months from now. You see this inflation, you start to think, hmm, you know what? I'd rather keep $1,200 in my pocket today, maybe engage in a payment plan uh, and maybe only have, you know, 50 or a hundred bucks out of my pocket rather than pay the whole thing. So, We see this, and echoing a bit what what Liz has said, in the last three, four months, there is a much higher percentage of uh, patients in our dental practice as well as our non-dental practice that are actively seeking out financing. And I think it's really incumbent upon these offices and and the great people on the office team to really recognize that. And really, let's try to help out as many folks as possible, because at the end of the day, we're in these offices to help more patients say yes to treatment. That's the bottom line. Yeah. So Liz, as I was sitting to hearing you, you and Jay talk about this, this first thought, uh, it took me back to the beginning of the pandemic uh, with Adam and whether it was the live cast or the podcast. And I just remember being in those moments and talking to people. And at that time, so many uh, of us were, you know, trying to find ways to bring resources to everybody to help people kind of get through that big mountain. And then for the most part, we got through that and we were able to breathe a little bit, but then just hearing you and Jay talk about kind of this new thing that has come about with where we are now and inflation and the like, it just feels like, okay, like in, it's, it's a different form, but here we are again, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, when I think about times like these, I do, I do 
value what this with this Adam community has been about because it does take a village and it takes a tribe of people to share ideas and to help people get through some of these challenging times. Uh, but patient financing has been around for a while, right? It's not like this is something that's new, um, but like so many different things, you talk about some of these challenges. As far as some of the traditional patient financing, what are some of the challenges that like you face and that you hear from your other chapter practices and things like that? Um, well, in the past, you know, like you said, there have been um, a, a few different options. Um, some of them easier to apply for than others. Um, you know, as we know, not everyone has, you know, a perfect credit score. So that was a lot of the problems that we ran into in the past is, you know, if you didn't have an above average, you know, credit score, then it was really hard to, to get help from either any of the financing companies. That's one of the things that I really like about Sunbit is they do address those people who, you know, are doing the best they can and they're trying to improve their credit, but, you know, they need some help to get it that way. Um, and the other thing is I just, the patients want this whole process to be quick. And I love, you know, how Sunbit does it on their the iPad, you know, like, a minute later, you know, you've got your answer and you know what your options are. So that, that is a big thing too, is patients want everything yesterday. Yeah. And Jay, anytime I've looked through somebody's bio and I see the word disruptor, it gets me excited because it means we're going to have a great conversation. And so when I think <laughs> about asking you a question about traditional patient financing and some of the things that you guys are doing now, uh, I know that's what drives you on a daily basis. Uh, but what were some of the challenges that that you and Sunbit saw with some of the traditional patient financing um, options? It's a great question. So really, when you kind of take a deep dive, just from a pure technology and product perspective, almost there has been no innovation in patient financing the past 30 years. Literally, the same product or products that were out in 1990, 1992, they are the exact same products today. Nothing different. They simply say, okay, if your credit is X or higher, you're approved. If it's X or lower, you're declined. And this sort of kind of old world 1990s technology doesn't fit today's market. So we, we saw a big opportunity a few years ago. And again, we, and we are not, um, you know, and I, I really respect Liz. Liz has been in the, in the industry for so, so long. And, and quite frankly, we haven't been. But what we are are disruptors, and we know how to solve problems that require a lot of technology, at least on the back end, but are seamlessly very simple on the front end to the patient. So we saw very clearly 65 70% of people getting declined for financing in a process that was super old that would require folks to say, what is my income? You know, they'd be asked the question, are you married versus single? Do you rent versus own? The same qu questions that credit cards were asking in 1970. They were still yeah. being asked today. To this day, they're still being asked. And what we said is, let's use technology and, and uh, machine learning in order to actually underwrite customers, not necessarily what they look like on just a, a simple piece of paper, but look at really the complexities of folks and really try to come up with a way that gets us comfortable with, hey, someone who maybe is, has not so great credit, you know what, that person still may have 
$80 a month in his checking account or her checking account that he can pay for a crown. Whereas if he went the traditional route for financing, this person would be rejected 10 out of 10 times. Yeah. So we look at things in a very different way in, you know, in a, in a highly technological way that is very different than anyone else. And that's why we're able to approve our technology is able to approve, you know, 85% of patients. And we do it in, in a, I think, a fair, respectful, and I think most importantly, transparent way to both the patient as well as for the office team member that is actually helping to, to offer that to the patient. Yeah. And Liz, uh, I know you have probably experienced this time and time again, and that is uh, a patient gets presented that treatment needs to get done and they want to get it done. And for whatever reason, the financial decision or their financial situation does not allow them to do that. And it feels like for a long time that there was so much work on case acceptance in regards to what the clinicians could say to the patient in an effort to be able to get them to get that work done. But I have a question in your experience. I mean, how often really when a patient was presented that they needed to get work done, it was going to get them healthy, or maybe there were some aesthetic things that could really change their life, change their smile. Did patients not want to get that done? And yet maybe just felt uncomfortable to share with the fact that financially that was the big driving force. And so when I think about some of this work that Sunbit is doing in this disruptive space and, and being more up to date with where patients are nowadays, can you talk about that? Can you talk about this back and forth difference between the thought that uh, patients needed more discussion about what needed to be done in the mouth versus just, you know what, it's financial. They just didn't always want to talk about it. Right. And first of all, you know, patients are, that's not a thing that they're going to tell you very quickly that it's money. I mean, you right. have to dig deeper in your conversation to find out, you know, what it really is that they're, they're afraid of. Um, but I, I love the way Sumbit has made it um, almost competitive with our, our front desk team. They in, enjoy the fact that, um, you know, some bit is keeping up with who submits the applications, and you know, it, it it's fun for them. They're excited about it, um, and and you know, let's be real, nobody wants to talk finance. You know, whether you're on one side of it or the other, um, but it it gives them the the confidence and you know, just the energy to sit down and and talk with this patient and let them know that you know we are coming from you know a place in our heart that we want to help them get their, you know, dental work that they need to have done. Um, and it just really, I think, um, just has, lets the patient just really, you know, relax and understand that, you know, we're trying to do the best for them. Um, you know, it's, it, the other thing too is, you know, I love that, that they don't do a hard credit check for the patients. You know, that really helps a lot of people because nobody, nobody wants that this day and time unless they're, you know, doing something really big. So I, I, just, I just think the whole um, process of it with some bit has just really gotten my team excited about it. And that shows to the patients, I believe. Yeah, and Jay, uh, you mentioned this journey that you've been on, <laughs> practice to practice, starting from scratch, essentially getting out there, uh, you know, on the road and talking to people. And I'm sure that you have seen uh, so many different things, but I also know that it has to be rewarding uh, when, you know, practices start to, you know, accept this, 
uh, they're willing to change. They're willing to try it with a couple of patients. Then they start to get these results. Can you just touch on a little bit about what this journey has been like for you? And the, because it, it's one of those services that, as you know, Liz, like when you're able to provide something to somebody and they can get the work done and there's creativity in the financing, it's, it's just a good feeling. And, and I can only imagine, Jay, like from your perspective and a company's perspective, the more patients that you guys serve, it just becomes that much more rewarding. Can you talk about what that journey has been like? Sure. It's, it's really, really rewarding. I mean, especially, you know, as I started this, uh, now, now it's obviously a large division and, and, and we're growing, but I can still remember the first time that I went to an office and, you know, when we, when we, show, when we go to the office, we, we show the demo. And again, it takes 20 seconds, as kind of was mentioned, and there's like a wow factor. And at first, they, they stare at you, you stare at them, and each of us are kind of waiting for the other person to say something. And <laughs> they, they say, wow, this, why haven't I seen this before? Or this is so much better than my current process. So they're, they're thinking about it in terms of how much better it is for their patients. Because at the end of the day, these office team members, they're great. They want to help people. They're in the customer services. They want people that walk in the door to be able to say yes to treatment. And when they're not able to, to serve them, it's frustrating personally, I think, first and, and professionally as well. So I've been in situations, many situations, in which I've seen the patient hug the office team member. I've been hugged many times. Again, very you know, very unusual, but it's refreshing. It's rewarding. Um, and we're able to, you know, in some small way, help folks get the treatment they need. Because sometimes when they come in, John, they're in pain, they're frustrated, they're not having a good day, and they just want the crown done, or they just want the, the cavity filled, whatever the case may be. And if we can help them or help many more people get that done, it's extremely rewarding. I mean, and it's rewarding for the people that are uh, selling the solution. It's rewarding for the people that are actively, um, you know, our activation manager, managers who are actually launching a particular location like we did, you know, with, with uh, Liz's group. Um, it's rewarding for, for everyone involved. You're not, um, it, it's something tangible that you're, uh, providing. And it's in, in some small way, it, it really, really helps that patient uh, get the treatment they need. So it's, it's very rewarding uh, personally and, and professionally. Yeah, I love that. All right, Liz. So uh, you've been in the situation many times. Your practice owner goes to a meeting, uh, learns about a new product, service, technology, comes back to the practice. He or she's excited. And the whole team is like, oh, all right, here we go again. How are we going to implement this? But this is what we've been using, like yada, 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 right? You know that you know the drill. <laughs> so um, <laughs> can you talk about this technology, Sunbit, and incorporating it into the practice You're with me, right? Like just like what, you know how it is. You know, bringing new things into the practice is not always easy. Getting people to change what they've been used to is very difficult. What was that process like? Well, I... I have to say it was fairly easy for our um, for our company. Um, Sumbit does a great job of doing um, on-site training, and then they're with you for that entire day too, which I think is huge because you know 
as you're presenting these things, you know, questions are going to come up, you know, or the, you know, the patients may have questions that we're not ready to answer. So it's great having um, them there as, as that, you know, help, you know, in case those things come up. Um, I've been lucky because um, my doctors are very um, on the cutting edge. They want to know all the new stuff. They want to, you know, have the latest, greatest technology, you know, being able to offer our patients, you know, the very best in, in everything, including financing. Um, so luckily, Dr. Mann has been um, very trusting in, in my opinion and research on some of these companies. So it's, it's been a great, easy transition with us with some bit. Yeah, that's good to know. So Jay, uh, as a disruptor, right, once you put that out there, uh, you continue to grow and evolve and all of that. Can you talk a little bit about what's next for patient finance solutions, uh, kind of what you guys have on the horizon, and then also maybe how you think moving forward, the space is going to continue to evolve as you just continue to find ways, most importantly, like you said, to serve the patients, help them with their financial needs and help them get the treatment done. Sure. So we continually want to innovate, and, and that's really kind of the mantra of the organization, uh, particularly with dental. We, we think that we're really just, just at, the, at the cusp. Um, there are a lot of initiatives that we have um, going. So for, for, as an example, what we think about patient financing, we don't even want the office to necessarily think about that, the fact that it's patient financing or the patient to actually really feel the pain of a normal financing application. The idea is we want the experience to be very similar to like an online experience, meaning um, let's say you go to Starbucks, you go through the drive-through, you know, you order in advance, you pick up your coffee, it's a 30 second process, you feel good about it, you're drinking your coffee a minute after you order, or two minutes after you order. This is kind of how we see patient financing. It shouldn't be the, as, as you know, it was mentioned, no one likes to, a lot of times people say it's kind of financing is like the other F word, right? It's, it's uh, no one likes to talk about it. Um, people feel uncomfortable about, uncomfortable about it. And we want to make the process as easy and as streamlined as possible. So it doesn't feel like that, so yeah. that it should feel fair and, and transparent. That's in terms of kind of the, the customer process or the patient process. So we're always looking for ways to shorten the process to, to make it uh, more streamlined. And in terms of, you know, what's coming up, um, we're working on um, a lot of uh, different extensions uh, from just patient financing that can really help the office. So things like integrating into um, um, dental management systems and other tools that offices are using to make the process even more seamless. So integrating into the scheduling, um, uh, you know, things like Simplify and Weave and other software providers that we're partnered with, we want to continue to be in, uh, integrating so that we can be really the de facto patient financing provider, but also provide more value to the office for the other tools, the critical tools that they're using uh, to serve their patients on a daily basis. So those are, I think, some of the main things that we're uh, doing over the next, I'd say, uh, 12 to 18 months. And Liz, from your vantage point as an office manager and, you know, someone that has seen so many different companies, you know, come and go in regards to helping a dental practice, when you hear 
you know, Jay say that talk about like, this is not about just the initial relationship of, you know, getting the product in there, helping the practices, get these patients financed, but it's this endless journey of continuing to evolve and continue to be able to support you in a practice. Speak to that from an office manager's perspective, just the value of that uh, from a confidence level. Um, I love having that relationship with, um, with a vendor in our office um, because you know they've got your best interests at heart. Um, and I also love the, the you know, innovative ideas of, of trying to get into, you know, like you said, anything that will, will integrate with our software is going to make things much easier for all of us. Um, we, we just love trying new things and, and working with companies like Sumbit that are, you know, always striving to do better and help out our offices much more. Yeah, it's exciting. All right, Jay, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the office manager, practice administrator, uh, and from your perspective at Sunbit, can you talk about what that person, what that role, what that responsibility means to you guys as a company? Well, really, uh, the office team, whether it's the office manager, treatment coordinator, receptionist, uh, even hygienist, they're, they're basically the linchpin, right? They're, they're the central nervous system of the dental practice or dental group. Without them, you know, there's no reason for the dentist to show up in the morning because nothing will work. Um, and so what's interesting is that we make sure in terms of how we introduce Sunbit to the practice that they, the office team, are the first folks that we approach. We never approach the, uh, I'll call them the decision makers, the owner or the, the, the director of operations or, or whatnot. We're always going to the office first because we know that these ladies, for the most part, these ladies are the ones that are driving the business. So what we try to do is show these offices um, the solution, get them excited, and then work with them to then have a meeting and, and, and you know, further discussions with, with folks like Liz and, and other decision makers. Um, and that's actually how we work to implement the solution. So it's very much um, not from, I'll call it the top, from the, the owner perspective, but, but from the office perspective. And we're very, very proud of that. Um, and I think once the solution gets implemented, that's why we tend to have a lot of success because the office team knows that we prioritize them first. And that's something that we're going to continue to do. Um, and that's something that we hope um, a lot of the office teams see that that's really our, our approach to, to um, you know, patient financing. Yeah. I love that too. And Liz, I got to say, I think I started calling on dental practices in 2004 and it has been so nice to see over the years uh, companies recognizing and understanding the importance of establishing a relationship with the office manager, right? Uh, and so, I mean, you've seen so much. And, uh, and, and again, when you think of all the great companies over the years that serve dental practices, you know, there's always a different stakeholder in the practice, right? If it's a hygiene product or, you know, something for the dentist or for the practice or what have you, but it's just really nice to see. I think as, as Jay mentions that, that, that companies now uh, are, are looking at the practice manager as such an integral part of the practice. And we all know for, for those of you that 
you know, are a part of ADOM, your whole level just in regards to business acumen and running the practice is, is, is above and beyond. So yeah, Liz, I mean, talk about that. Talk about what it's like, you know, to have these relationships now with these companies where they do see the office manager as such an integral part of the practice. You know what? It's been a long time coming, John. Um, <laughs> so I've, um, years ago, you know, they no one wants to talk to you because you're not the decision maker, even though you are pretty much the decision maker. They still want to go to the doctor. Um, but that has, has changed, like you said, and it, it is very, very nice to have, you know, someone like Jay call up and want to speak with me first and get, you know, my input and my opinion on this product or how this um, system could help our office, you know, and then I can take that to Dr. Mann because he's going to know that I've done the research and, you know, I've talked to, you know, my other ADOM tribe members, you know, and, and, you know, gotten their opinion on, you know, has it worked in their office or, you know, how, things like that. So I, I definitely think that we're able to perform, you know, our jobs much better by these guys and girls coming to us first, because, you know, then we do a lot of the legwork where, you know, a lot of times they go straight to the doctor and then the doctor comes to you and he says, hey, we're going to try this. And, da-da. and then, you know, sometimes it's a total disaster because nobody's done the research and, and you know, checked it out ahead of time. So I'm very, yeah. very happy that, um, you know, that we get to be a bigger part of, of these decision-making things um, now than before. It is no surprise why the ADOM conference is becoming one of the most popular ones in dentistry because uh, the secret is out, right? Uh, Office managers care uh, are making decisions like you mentioned, Liz. And it's so great to see the companies there, Jay, as you know, from conference that get to have these great conversations with the office managers. They come to the booth, they ask you guys questions. They want to know about things. They're engaging. Uh, It's so exciting. And like I said, we're only a couple months away. Uh, Jay, any closing thoughts? Uh, no, first, I want to really thank Liz, um, you know, and, and Charles, Charles, Ashley Mann, the group, um, for their wonderful, wonderful partnership and, and appreciate Liz's time um, on the call. Um, at, the, at the end of the day, John, I think what we're trying to do is help more patients. We want to serve as many patients as we possibly can to have them get the dentistry that they need today. That's the bottom line. Everything else is gravy. Uh, obviously, we're, we're in business, um, you know, to make a profit, but I think you can make profits and also help a lot of people at the same time. It's not mutually exclusive. And that's, this is something that we're really, really focused on as a company. Um, so, again, I appreciate um, inviting me on um, and, and everyone's time on the call today. Awesome. Well, I just want to say a couple of things. Uh, some of the facts that Jay may have mentioned at the beginning or throughout the podcast, but when you think about Sunbit, uh, like he mentioned, I mean, over 85% of the patients are approved uh, to get their care done today uh, and the day that they come in the practice. But not only that, but also pay over time. Liz mentioned no hard credit check, which is you know super important, no late fees, uh, and there's no catch. And I want to say, Jay, that at the moment, close to about 600 dental practices are joining Sunbit every month. So that's pretty amazing when I think about making progress, being a disruptor, and like you mentioned, helping patients get the care they need. So I want to thank the both of you. Uh, really appreciate you, Liz, taking the time to come on and Jay likewise and making this podcast available to um, to our ADOM audience. So thank you to both of you. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. All right. Take care. 
That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in to another ADOM Radio episode. If you have not subscribed yet to ADOM Radio, would love to have you do that. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast, just head out there, subscribe to ADOM Radio. That way, each time we upload a brand new episode, it'll come through instantly on your listening device of choice. Also, want to let anybody know, dentalmanagers.com, tons of great resources. The ADOM team and all the partners and people that they work with is constantly adding new resources that are not only valuable to you in your dental practice, but are relevant in the times that we're in, in helping you continue to grow, serve your practice owner, and more importantly, take care of your patients. So again, thanks for tuning in to ADOM Radio. Until next time, see you then.